Tess, there's a song, and it's called The 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, one of my favorites. And you see, Tess, The Rock wants to sing you 12 things that you can look forward to tonight. What? Rock's going to sing here on SmackDown? Oh, boy. And The Rock will go slow at first for you, Tess, just so you can understand. It goes like this. On a night, Tess face a great one. This is what he'll see. Wow. <laughs> Twelve sharpshooters stinging, eleven eyebrows raising, ten spines are busting, nine noggins knocking, eight kicks are kicking, seven punches punching, six suplex smashing, five seconds of the people chanting the rock's name. Four rock bottoms, three people's elbows on your two buck teeth, and an ass kicking all over New Orleans. Everybody having a wonderful Christmas time. Don't want a piece of Mike Tyson's ass. Chris Jericho has come to save the WWF. Pod, Mike and James, I'd imagine uh, this is our Christmas episode. Um, so, absolutely, absolutely. If, you, if you're looking for a hardcore content about TLC and the state of wrestling and having us moan a lot, that's not going to happen. Um, not necessarily moan. Not necessarily no. moan. No, 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 not necessarily moan. If you would like to hear us moan, listen to everything that happened probably after SummerSlam 2014. Moving on, Mike. I will say one thing that's not moaning, though. Yes. The opening match and closing match of the pay-per-view that just happened. Oh, um, very Fuck good. Fucking hell. Bit, bit... What was the closing, what was the closing match for the TLC again? The, cl- the closing match was the TLC match itself between Wyatt and oh, Ambrose. Right. Yeah, good match. Bit bizarre why they had that as the main event, though. It was good. Oh, it was yes. Oh, yeah, it, no. it, it was bizarre, but I preferred it to the tables match, so I thought it was a great move. It was, yeah, it was kind of like bookended by really solid matches, and yeah. very average, well, I didn't watch the bits in between, to be honest, but very, very average in between, so I've heard. Some of the bits in the middle were, yeah, the, the tables match is pretty good, uh, the, the the Divas match, no one cared, I mean, in the audience, no one cared. Uh, Rusev versus Swagger, why would you care? Um, that's maybe a bit harsh, but you get that. Ziggler versus Luke Harper, ah, oh, fantastic, and the ending match is pretty fucking great and pretty fucking close to it. So in that, so I'll say that wonderful. But ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, as I drop my headphones, it's nearly Christmas time, isn't it? Absolutely. What, what, so, have, you, what have you asked for for Christmas, Mike? Heroin. Right. 
don't really know where to go with that. <laughs> I haven't really. Um, now, to be honest with you, my, my, my family have been saying to me, what would you like for Christmas? And I, had abs- and I had absolutely no idea in any way. They said, oh, what would you like? Would you like this, like this? I don't know. I, I, I don't, there isn't really anything I particularly need or want. So until today... Shut up, shut up, YouTube. Shut up, fucking YouTube. You bastard, YouTube. Until about, um, when was it? Yesterday, when I suddenly thought, you know what I would quite like? As I mentioned to you just now, my colleague, a really good microphone for recording podcasts and recording vocals for my band. Fantastic. Good stuff. So I also, and this is, and this is legit, I also asked for some blue cheese, because I love blue cheese. I like blue cheese. Lovely stuff, isn't it? So I thought of blue cheese and a microphone and a few other things snowballed off. Snowballed off from there. Oh, by the way. Yeah. You were saying? Oh, you probably can't hear. This is my headphone. So, so let's try this again. <laughs> I thought, oh, can you hear those sleigh bells? I, I, we can just about hear the bells. We can just about hear the bells. Better? Not really. Not really. But very oh, jolly. Very... <laughs> oh, Sonic! Fucking Christmas. Christmas. You know. You know what? You know what? It's been goodness knows amount of years. How many years? Five, six years since we've been doing it, doing the thing through Skype, and I've not yes. yet managed right to yes, get um, a, a, a an audio program that will let you and I listen to it on Skype. At the same mm-hmm. time as recording it for the podcast, you know. No, and, and and I'm amazed that in 2014 there's not a piece of application where I can say, "Listen to this, Mike." So the listeners are listening to it at the same time you and I are, and I'm amazed that there's not a piece of audio that can do that whilst whilst recording in this day and age. I'm, I'm fairly stunned at that as well. You'd think there'd be something out there. Does anyone know me? Email us at www.podcast.googlemail.com. Exactly. I mean, in, in this day and age, we have like a car that can park itself, but we, you know, but we don't I, have what I just mentioned. So, I have a car that can park itself. Where did I get that? Oh no, I've just ruined your Christmas present. Anyway, moving on. Oh no, that's um, disappointing. So, 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 Mike, talk to me about what we're going to do in the show. Well, one thing that we thought we would do in this show, my darlings, is we are going to do the 12 Wrestlers of Christmas. Yeah. What, what we're going to do is myself and James, say hello, James. Hello. We, thank you. We are going to pick six wrestlers each and say what they should ask for slash get for Christmas. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Right. Mike. Hallelujah! <laughs> yes, feeling very spiritual. I see. I'm Catholic, and it's Christmas. It's what we do. It, it is. It is what you do, isn't it? It's a. Uh, it's yeah. the peak. Uh, it's, let's be honest. It's the peak of a lot of religion, uh, religious calendars. Um, it's so. the WrestleMania of religion. No, absolutely, and, and, and I'll tell you what. What, what is nice? Um, a lot of my uh, a lot of my friends uh, who obviously aren't aren't Catholic, aren't Christian, you know, church yeah. or anything like that. But obviously, uh, they still yeah. celebrate Christmas to the point where, not obviously about the birth of Jesus so much, but the idea of Santa Claus obviously coming around on Christmas Day and things. And I think it's nice that that um, all around the world you might not rep- you you might not celebrate the religious holiday, but um, 
the uh, the or the other idea of, of Christmas, like be a bit nicer to each other, etc. Yeah. Yes. And all yes, about giving indeed. is present worldwide, and I think no other holiday, uh, I think in any in any kind of calendar has 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 had that sentiment. You know. I know exactly what you mean. It's a strange thing. Some people, there are some people who say it's Christmas. It should only be a Christian thing. No, no, no. But, but I, I like your thinking. Where it's at the it's at that point where all, all uh, Christians are really happy, and it just is just spread around the world. As you say, everyone gets into a really cracking mood. It's lovely. It, it is. It is. Isn't it? It's almost. Trans- I mean, you, that you could argue it's almost transcended the. Um, you, you know, the the, the, the yes. religious calendar into something else because you even have atheists that will have a Christmas tree up. Um, they do indeed. That's to, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, down to the individual. But for the most of the time, as you say, it's just marvelous. Everyone's in a bit more of a. Ah, this is lovely. Well, no, exactly. I mean, I mean, if it makes if it makes Joe Bloggs, who uh, you know is not religious in any way, but has his Christmas tree up on his lounge. Walk past a homeless person, you know, on the twentieth of December, and then giving them a fiver. I'm all for that. So, as long as he gives him a fiver, not a bunch of fives, that's less Christmassy. That's that's true, but it may be a Don't better present. <laughs> that may be though a better present that any of our twelve wrestlers might be getting. But uh, really, really, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll find out, because I adore your segues, but that one was a bit weird. <laughs> well, you said give him a bunch of fives. I said, well, that still may, may be a better present than any of our wrestlers will be getting on our 12 days of Christmas. So you're saying that we're going to give wrestlers presents that are not as good as a punch in the face? It may be, possibly. For example, for example. Here we go. This is the first one we start. Please, please. Mark Henry. Yes. P45. Moving I on. I knew it would be P45. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew what one of us was going to say it. Um, it's just who got there first. So that, so that to is be fair day, though, yes, it, is, it, is, it is Christmas. You're yes, right. and in the spirit of Christmas, a P forty five is is good because Mark Henry has been injured a lot, so it's good for his health to stop wrestling. Yeah. And I have no problem. And I think WWE, as a thank you for being around for so long, should still pay him his full wage. Just send him his P forty five, saying you no longer need to be on our, on our TV. Or anything, or anything like that. He, I mean, you know, that'd be nice. He could be a food tester for the cooking department in WWE or something, as long as he's not on television and putting his body through all that stress. So at the end of the day, Mike, you and I win, the fans win, and Mark Henry wins. Brilliant. The only, the only people who don't win are the catering department he works for because he'll eat everything. Because that's true. what I do! <laughs> because that's what he does. Abso- absolutely. You know, I mean, he can spend some time with his son. Um, has he got a son? The hand. Sorry. The hand. Van. No. <laughs> the hand. Oh, sorry. The hand. The hand. The hand. The hand. Of course. Do you think? Do you think he still has to pay child maintenance to to, to what's the name? Uh, yes, he did. Uh, yes, in fact, yes. Mark Henry in a, in a shoot interview on YouTube on Russell Talk TV has said that these these child uh, the child benefits have been quite a handful of late. Hey! Anyway, moving on. Mike, you're, you're a wrestler. He literally has a bunch of fives. Oh! <laughs> oh, give me a hand for that joke. Hey! <laughs> it's, it's crackers joke time again, ladies and gentlemen. I, don't, I, th- I think we've descended. We've gone past that. So, have we? Yeah. Sweet what's, wor- what's worse than cracker jokes? What, uh, a Mark Henry match? Yes, that's true. 
I didn't mean I didn't mean to dull the mood there, but yeah. Oh well. No, no, it was quite funny. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, gig- I giggled more than just Mark Henry matches are sometimes funny, just for a really bad reason. They are. I can. What reason? And what reason is that, kids? He's shit. Yeah. So we move on. <laughs> Your turn. Um, let's give a present to the locker room by putting a curry baton on the Big Show's dressing room. There we are. We're giving a present. <laughs> so we're giving a present to the locker room by giving a curry ban ban to the Big yes. Show. Ah, very true. Very true. So no more because it's it's known widely throughout the wrestling world. The Big Show's curry flatulence is fucking awful. There you go. I think I think a big thank you there from the locker room. I think they're, they'll, so, they'll be clapping their hands as they listen to this. They will indeed. They're, they're, uh, every uh, Dolph Ziggler can breathe again. A uh, breathe a sigh of relief and literally breathe. No, absolutely, absolutely. And talking of Dolph Ziggler, yes, sir. He's my number two wrestler. Go on. Uh, what, and, what are you doing? Him? And for Christmas 2014, I'm going to give him a push. The one he deserves so richly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. A push uh, which such momentum will, will see him going to WrestleMania on a massive high. And oh, that would be wonderful. He, he's, he, it's so... It, it's, I find it odd in a way. When WWE produce their own wrestlers, they're sometimes incredible and sometimes they're so generic. And yet you've got someone like Dolph Ziggler who... who and then you can have indie wrestlers who are sometimes excellent but need a bit of seasoning and polishing, shall we say. Yeah. As they go to WWE. Dolph Ziggler is a 100%, from what I'm aware of, WWE trainee product. But yet he's so good, he's become like a darling of the indie fans and the independent wrestling fans. He just kind of covers everything. He's come he's a been long like way. Bright. Is it, is it, is it, he's come a long way since the Spirit Squad, hasn't he? He's become a long way since going, Mikey! Yes. <laughs> right, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Um, so, um, from Kenny... from Don't Dolph- want to offend anyone, obviously, so I'm going to stop talking. From Dolph Ziggler, to your, who's, your, who's your number two? Let me think. Who would be my next one? So I've given the curry ban. Um, I'm going to give a present... To the female, to all of the female wrestlers from 2004 to 2008, to say that Batista has sent them all a gift card so they can buy their dignity back. <laughs> where, where, where would you get this gift card? Asda. Right. That's surprisingly reasonable. <laughs> surprisingly reasonable. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there you go. Is, is, it, is, it, is this exclusive from Asda, or are they? It's exclusive, it's exclusive from Asda. Yes. Okay. Is it thing they do at this time of the year for wrestlers who used to shag everyone? Yes. I.e. Batista. Brilliant. Um, I, 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 you know what? I'm struggling. I'm, I'm struggling to better that. So I'm going to have to. I'm, I'm going to have to pull out a semi-serious one. Um, oh, hello. He's pulling out a semi, ladies and gentlemen. Where are you? I am. I, I'm going to give Vince McMahon a time machine. Oh, hello! To when? To when? He, he can go. It can only go. He can only visit things in the past. He can't go into the future, and he can Here find. And he can find out all the times he went wrong and where he's gone wrong, and learn. Oh, so we can learn darling. from his mistakes. 
Well, yeah, because 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 clearly he still makes them. I mean, Dolph Ziggler being an example, that Daniel Bryan fiasco, um, so he can undo his mistakes. Well, yes, that's true. Do you know what actually crossed my mind when I was watching those two amazing matches of TLC? I don't. I thought, how can James still think this is a shit year for wrestling where you got matches that are this good? I actually thought that. Oh, I do think this is. I still, I would still say, since we've been podcasting, this for me has been the worst, probably six after summer. So yeah, for the worst six months of wrestling, absolutely the worst year overall. But I think definitely the worst six months for me for wrestling, where where the 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 the, in, the only interest I have is talking to you. About wrestling more than more than more, uh, more than actually watching watching the show itself, which which is a shame really because I honestly think like had had they actually launched um, the WWE Network right mm-hmm. yeah I, I honestly think I would be a lot more up on wrestling because you and I if we didn't if Raw was a bit rubbish we could always yeah. talk about what we've, we've seen on the network recently and, and that always get and that mm. always gets me excited I was so excited though that hour that two hours two hours before. The UK Network launch because I was thinking, oh my goodness me, I was going to watch this pay per view, I was going to watch this match, and I was going to watch that documentary. I was going to watch, you know, yeah. the Hardys match, the Hardly, you know, the the the. the, um, the did, you say, did you say the Hardleys match? The Hardly, you know, sorry, the Hardy matches, you know, with, with um, obviously Hardys, Edge and Christian, and then later on. Does that involve Jeff Hardy because he hardly knows where he is? This is true. This is yeah, yes, yes. That, that one time when he didn't even turn up. Um, <laughs> No, no, absolutely, and, and that would get me so excited about wrestling, especially when I watch obviously these older matches. So um, I was about to say with Jeff Hardy, what was the deal with the No Show? But he probably was doing a deal in the parking lot. So there we are. May- yeah, he No Show the TNA main event. I'm pretty sure. Oh God, that one. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, for more positive things, Mike, um, from, from obviously Vince McMahon's time machine to learn from his, his mistakes. Uh, uh you're number I've- three. I'm going to give something to Jeff Hardy on the 12 days of Christmas. It's called the 12 steps. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm sure I am. I'm absolutely sure he'll be very, very thankful. So, so, I hope so. so let's, let's review what we've got. Mark, Mark Henry's got his P45 with benefits. Big show has a ban on curries in the dressing room. So ban on, yep. Yes, yeah, ban, ban on curries and, and other spicy foods. I think. Oh, oh, that's a good point. A ban on curries, jalapenos, and what, what else is bad for that sort of area? Anything that makes you go and pebble dash the toilet, I think. I don't know what that would be, um, but there you go. A ban on pebble dashing? Well, I mean, I, any foods that... That, 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 make, that make his interior design career a total flop. It does, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? So we've got Big Show. To be honest, apparently his anus is also known as a total flop. I'm sorry! <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a push for Dolph Ziggler. Nice work, use of push there, but carry on the push with Dolph Ziggler, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a, a Divas Locker Room. A uh, Divas Locker Room dignity dignity return. Which, as far as I'm concerned, is the best present yeah, ever. When, uh, we, um, this episode... Melina is very happy room. with me right now. Melina is very happy with me right now. Um, Divas Locker Room. Locker room dignity, Batista. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, we've got a time machine... For Vince McMahon. McMahon, we've also got Jeff Hardy, the 12 steps to sobriety, in case no one knows what that means. <laughs> and a time machine, and uh, to, <laughs> 12 steps for, uh, for Jeff Hardy, fantastic. Mm. Okay, Mike. 
So we've got three apiece, I think. Yeah. Uh, so your turn for number four. Well, this kind of almost goes in with the time machine, but for me, yeah. And once again, yes. this is unfortunately, I can't be as funny as you. I'm not as funny as you, but this is a serious one. Oh, darling. Go, go, what is it? I'm sure you'll agree. Yes. Give Undertaker his undefeated three back somehow. Oh. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. Pardon? If only. I know. It, it must have been very weird for him that day, because let's be honest, I think some people were questioning if he was going to wrestle at all, because he's so beaten up, so he literally turned up to lose and win. I bet he would rather he didn't turn up. Well, yeah, and interestingly, the big rumour is, he, Undertaker, is going to face Seth Rollins at Mania. And really? Sting is going, to take, is going to face Triple H. Hmm? Which, for me, right, for me, and I know, it sound, I know it's bad. A little unusual. Yeah, and with the Undertaker, clearly with with the maybe it was his opponent, but I, I, you know, you know, I think the days of him having the best matches are, are, are made constantly, but are potentially gone. His undefeated streak hey. is definitely gone, and I think yes. the only way anyone will have any big interest for a big money match with Undertaker is, is a Sting versus Undertaker match. I don't think I don't think Zeth Rollins I don't think gains anything now from facing the Undertaker and vice versa. Um, you know, um, I don't think anyone anyone really wins in that scenario. If Undertaker was undefeated and Undertaker beat Seth Rollins, I always think whether, whether you lose to Taker at, at WrestleMania, I always think you you still come out looking better. Despite obviously, I think what CM Punk has said in the past. Um, ish, ish. If it's been, yeah, if if it's been basically a for one of the, the match of the night, one of the matches of the night. Yeah, and it, and and it generally has been. I think you always come out. You know, you, you will always come out. You know, looking. I mean, I mean, CM Punk, despite what he said, and you know, losing didn't do him no favors. He that Undertaker match did not hurt him at all. It was a really, really good match, wasn't it? It was the best match of the night. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and uh, although I've always been a fan of CM Punk, I think it's now getting to the point, based on these interviews and that. That unless he was losing to the Undertaker while being carried on some sort of golden stretcher, diamond encrusted to the back, which had written on the back of the stretcher, "I am the focus of the company," then I don't think he would have been that happy. <laughs> I've got, I've got a question for you. UFC. He's, I mean, I mean, he's going to UFC to fight. Okay. Yes, he is. Yes, CM Punk okay. is signed for UFC. For, for those who don't know, do you want him to win his first match, or do you want him to lose, Mike? Although it would be quite funny to see him beat him, I'd like him to win. Okay. Because they have proved just how tough wrestlers are. There you go. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I can't deny that there's a number of <laughs> number of fans that would like to see him being knocked out. Um, mm. I'm not one of them, though. Okay. Uh, but, but there, did there did you see what they did on WWE.com? I did not see what they did on WWE.com. Talk to me. A link on WWE.com, like at the bottom of the page, that said... Phil Brooks, you click on it and it said, WWE was Phil Brooks, good luck in his new endeavour. Oh. That was it. That's nice. Oh, in a way, it's nice because Phil Brooks is Sam Punk, as we don't know. On the one hand, it's lovely that because they, they didn't have to do that. On the other hand, I know some people go, they gave him one sentence. Well, well yeah, yeah. They didn't have to do that, and whether it, that's true. they didn't have to do that at all. That's true. He's a former employee. Whether they're ribbing him in some way or another, which which is which is like which is potentially likely as well, but but oh, I guess there we go. Enough. God only knows. I hope he does well, but I would. I, I it's a shame that he's not just going to come back to wrestling. Uh, 
never say never, though, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But, I mean, in the short term. Yeah, yeah, in the short term. Um, in the immediate future, I should say. I mean, I think when Bret Hart comes back to uh, into a wrestling ring, I think anything can happen. But, yeah, you're right. Short yeah, term, that, definitely that I can't deny. That Yeah, oh, that's a good point. This could be one of those things where in five or ten years' time he comes back for a Mania match. Actually, he could, he could with with someone. I was about to say Vince, but Vince and will be pretty fucking old by that point. So We still need our Daniel Bryan CM Punk Mania match. Or big match. That would be great. That would be very cool. I think the internet would melt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even if you're not going to have that as, for example, the main event of WrestleMania, it, that's definitely the one of the you know a potential co-main event. So, I'd like to see it as the main event, or otherwise, just not do it. I would. No, I would absolutely. But knowing WWE, uh, I their mentality. Um, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah, I don't think they'll do it as, as a main event. But I completely agree with you. I think if you and I were booking, it would be the main event. But there you go. Um, Mike. Yes, then. Oh, turn. my turn, isn't it? Um, you see, now, mm, what should I give and what should I give and, and to whom? All right, I'm going to give a present to... Oh, yes, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I've got the perfect present to give to the Bella Twins. <laughs> okay. Relevance. <laughs> Bella Twins Relevance. Nikki Bella and Brie Bella. I, I don't want to sound sexist here. They're lovely to look at, but they are dull as dishwater. Well, to be fair, dishwater can sometimes have some interesting food in. And, and you know, different colours sometimes, especially with the soap, it can almost look like a rainbow in the right light. I'm saying oh, that's true. that dishwater is more exciting and potentially more relevant in our lives than the Bella Twins. If you get the suds just right, and as you said, the light hits it, it can be quite beautiful. Yeah, 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 it can. It can. Whether, or, you know, despite the piece of cheese floating underneath the suds at the time, but yeah. Are you, are you calling the Bellas the bit of cheese in the bottom of the sink? No, no, because I ate part of that cheese at some point for dinner. So I, that part of that cheese, that cheese was attached to another part of cheese that I accepted into my mouth. But you'll never accept the bellas into your... Well, no. Uh, it, <laughs> I would not, yeah. Where no, are you but, going with this? I have no idea. Um, but yes, Bella Twins. But it was relevance, quite funny, absolutely. so there we are. Bella yes. Twins, All relevance. Right. I, I, uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling now. Bella Twins, relevance, fantastic. We have okay, two, more, two more, two more left each. Yes, we do. I'm trying to think of something, and I don't. I can't. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything, Mike. Um, oh, you can do it. You can do it. I can. I can. I can. Just uh, pick the first word that comes out of your head, and I'll. And we'll somehow twist it into a present. Literally one word. Go. Okay, I've got one. Oh, oh, right, he's got one anyway. Okay, go on. This is my kind of present to the fans. I'm going oh, to borrow Vincent Mann's time machine. Oh, hello. And make sure and make sure that the ECW reboot ended at the second one night stand. Ah. Oh. I see. So it ends on a it ends on a, it ends on a high where we all have good memories and they didn't completely ruin and trash ECW. I understand. I can see where you're going with that. To leave, to leave history as it was, that kind of thing. 
Yeah, and yeah, and what and what we had was two very nice nostalgia shows, leaving it open Fantastic. for more down the road. But not, you know, but don't try and rebrand it. And you know, what they well, what they essentially did, I don't think it hurt. It didn't really hurt the legacy of ECW. But for a lot of fans that hadn't didn't really know what ECW was, it definitely left a bad taste in their mouths. Um, the only, yes, the only yeah. A bit like the fellas and a piece of cheese. uh, Maybe more. The only saving grace now, I think, is with the WWE Network, you can go back and watch those ECW pay-per-views. We can't. But, um, you know, in America they can. One day it will be sorted. Absolutely. Your turn, Mike. I'm going to give the UK the WWE fucking network. Oh, oh, brilliant. WWE UK network. Um, You know what? I thought about that, and I thought about how Sky... How could Sky... Uh, fight back because Ooh, that's one right. of the, that's one of the issues, and potentially they're losing out of money. What I thought Sky could do, yeah, yes, is basically they're not really going to make much money on pay per views, are they? Being fifteen no. pounds, the network being six pounds. So if I was Sky, I would go back to having maybe other than Mania potentially because they could. Yeah, ah, I see where this is going. Having all, all of them, all the pay-per-views for free on the Sunday. And what I'd do... Genius, genius. Yeah, I would, it's so simple, but it's genius. Exactly. And what you can do, because it's it's kind of like live, but what you can do, you can pause, you, you, you know, every half hour or between matches, you can, have an, you can have an advert break and then obviously pause the live TV and then come back to where it left off. So, you know, fair enough. It might end up being a three and a half hour pay-per-view rather than three hours. Um, but that's what I do. So you get your, and surely they can make their money from advertising revenue. And what I'll do also on Sky Sports three or four, because you know, yes. not, yeah, um, I would have the pay per view on again before Monday Night Raw and have advertising again. You know, for example, you know, um, beautiful. And surely they're going to make more money for the uh, during those adverts than they would for people paying for that pay per view. Makes a lot of sense. Is, is, is this is this your present or is this no, no unrelated? No, 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 this is completely Just unrelated. Like it's just completely unrelated, but, but my but, final... But, but a very good, very good point, man. Yes, what's your final present, dear? Oh, you know, you know uh, my final present... Yes? ...is to somehow, some way, get that Hulk Hogan-Steve Austin match we've been, we've been watching. Oh, wow. Um, so, and oh, that'd be so cool. Because Christmas is magic, to make them healthy enough... To have a, a crack at the very match. least, yeah, yes. a three to four star match with, um, with fantastic build up from the Royal Rumble. You know, you could have done it quite easy. Get the time machine again. Go back to when Rock faced Hogan, and do it there. Yeah. They were young, young enough. They were, weren't they? But I think, in a funny way, after Hulk Hogan and the Rock match, I, I, I felt that the Stone Cold match, with each passing year after that, meant more because you wanted it more. And he wanted it more with each passing year, you know, to the point where that, for me, should have been the main event of WrestleMania 25, for example. Oh, if only. If, yeah, the 25th, no, 24th anniversary of WrestleMania. But there you go. Indeed. Mike, your final one. This is a tricky one. There's a few that have gone around my head. Um, Ron the Truth Killings, give him a, a title run that he never had. That's, but that's not my pick. Um... Ultimate Warrior. Uh, no, I can't say that joke. It's far too sick. Uh, let me think. Oh, what would I do for the very last one? All right. You sound like you're in physical pain almost. No, I'm giggling. 
I see. <laughs> oh, I, I think I'm... <laughs> I'm going to pick something that's so utterly impossible it could only happen with Christmas magic and as a present. TNA Wrestling does a well-booked show. I guess a 2.0 rating as a result. Bye-bye! On that note, yeah, on that note, what you could what you could say is we get the TNA from what, 2004 2005. to 2006 or 7? Um, yeah. And somehow reboot it and make people watch it and they go, fuck me, this is good. And the last and the last six seven years until they never happened. Never happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like. I like. I like. I like that. So. So we we basically end end our end our twelve days of Christmas with with hope. Absolutely, with the hope that TNA can rise again and be something that isn't shit. Yes. No. Absolutely. So obviously we've got Mark Henry's P forty five, Big Show's ban on spicy foods. And so, have... can we somehow put this into the twelve days of Christmas song? On the first... let's go. For, all right, let's go from Mark. Here we go. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love first, gave to first, me. On the first. Oh, fine. On the fine. On the first <laughs> day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, James. A P forty five for Henry. Yes, on the eleventh day of Christmas. Second day of Christmas. Well, I'm going backwards. You're going backwards. It'll make sense in a minute. Trust me. Good. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me James. A band for a big show for curries. Yes, on the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me James. A Dolph Ziggler push. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Diva's locker room dignity. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a Vince McMahon time machine. Seventh. Twelve steps for Jeff. Six. An Undertaker undefeated streak. I'm going to enjoy this one for five guard rings. And for number five. Bella Twins Revelance. Bella Twins Revelance. Yep. Yeah. And number four. Go. ECW Reboot. Three. And the UKW Network. Two. And Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold. And I'm going to finish it off. And a decent show for TNA. Fantastic. Um, if that is not the Christmas number one in the UK, I don't. I don't know what will be. It fucking should be. Absolutely. Screw, screw you, X Factor. I don't know what the Christmas number. I don't know any of the contenders for this year's Christmas number one. Do you? What, yeah. What I have found though is with the X Factor. I think yes. there's more people now that don't want it to get to number one, and they will buy anything. Almost yes. like a, almost like you would like a protest vote in an election to stop the X Factor getting to number one. And for and I could completely understand. Well, you know, a few, you know, a few years ago they did one of those for um, Rage Against the Machine, and they ended up as Christian number one. Yes. That one. Can well, we do? Yeah, I was guilty of helping them out as well. So was I. I was delighted. Could could we do that again? And I pick a song right now. Uh, yes. Can we do that again for Have You Ever Needed Someone So Bad by Def Leppard? Very good, very good. Yeah, there we go. No one, very few people are going to know the song, but, oh, sod it, let, let's, oh, oh, hang on. 
Ah, I got an idea. Let's let's get a fresh recording, right? And the, we the Christmas number one, that's sponsored by WW Pod, will be Ronnie Corbett sings um uh, pick a horribly, horribly inappropriate song for me, James. Sexy boy. Oh, ah, Ronnie Corbett sings Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. <laughs> you know what? If that if if that did happen, that would be the Christmas number one game. And I would listen to it. I would listen to it every day of the year. Yeah, that yeah, that, without without a shadow of a doubt. I'm saying he needs to be the GM of Raw, Ronnie Corbett, just for fun. Yeah, it needs to happen. It, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Without question. But there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a delicious, delicious Christmas special. James, do you have any words before I wrap up? Um, Merry Christmas and God bless us, everyone. Oh, that's so sweet and much better than what I was going to say. So, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful Christmas, a fucking excellent New Year. Uh, Be careful at night. Brush your teeth, and if you're going to go drink driving, don't forget your car. Five gold bugs. Good night. Woo! Hey, boy, have a wonderful Christmas time. I want a piece of Mike Tyson's ass. Chris Jericho has come to save the WWF. The mood is right. Woo! Spirits up. Because